Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy. I am your host, and thank you so much for being here. So I am really excited for you to hear this episode. I'm, I mean, I'm excited for you to listen to all of my episodes, but um, this one in particular. So this is a conversation that I had with Vivian Wu. She is the hypnotherapist that I worked with on the two sessions that I had in regards to anxiety and self-worth. And although I had been working with a talk therapist, really, I've been working with a talk therapist off and on since the age of 16, so for over 20 years, um, almost, oh crap, almost 30, okay? But um, when I was on stress leave last year, my talk therapist was amazing, but then I started seeing things for Vivian and I became just really intrigued with the idea of hypnotherapy. And I think so many of us think of hypnosis as what we see on stage at like the county fairs and stuff when they're just like, hey, every time I scratch my nose, you're going to pretend like you're Dolly Parton or a Chippendales dancer. Um, That's not what this is. And hypnosis, as you will learn, is a state, it's a natural state that we enter into multiple times a day. But when I was looking at just kind of tapping into something different, something that could help me even more with my anxiety, I just began to get really curious. And I thought, why not give this a try? Because what do I have to lose? Even if I were to think like this is way out there, what do I have to lose by trying? And I am so glad that I did because it gave me, in addition to helping me, I guess, navigate my challenges with anxiety and really have some of those things just go away, in addition to that, It gave me a greater understanding as to how our minds work, which has really helped me in terms of parenting my son. And it also helped me have more compassion for people because I now have a level of awareness that I didn't have before I did this. And I feel like if we all had that level of awareness in terms of how things impact us and to what degree and how they really show up in how we function, how we choose to do or not do things, how we interact with other people, if we all had that level of awareness I think our world would look very different. And so I want to share the benefits of hypnotherapy and how it works. Like I want more people to know about that. And so I invited Vivian on to talk about how she got into this universe in terms of practicing hypnotherapy and also talk about how it works how it benefits you. And if you are interested 
stay tuned because she will tell you all that you need to know. But I think, I think what she does is so powerful. I think people like her, what they do is so powerful. And ultimately, it's for our greater good. Doing things like this, again, if, if everyone had this level of awareness and insight into themselves, I think the world that we are living in would be very different. So without further ado, I present you Vivian Wu. So thanks for joining. I'm like so excited to see you again. Um, so for those of you listening, I found Vivian on Instagram and I think she and I just connected. We were interacting with each other for a while before I feel like I finally took the plunge and reached out to her to actually start working with her on my anxiety, which I've shared in a previous episode. Um, but I really wanted to have her on because I feel like the shifts that I have made are things that I just never imagined could be possible for me. And so I want to share the benefits of RTT and Vivian with as many people as possible. So that's why I invited her to come on. Um, so Vivian, I would love for you to just kind of give us a, just like a Cliff's Notes version of just your background. And then I think really how you entered the universe of RTT. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christy. It's such an honor to be here. And I just want to say, first of all, I'm so proud of you. And thank you for doing this and sharing the benefits of hypnosis, because I truly feel like it's a very underutilized modality. And how I got into it is actually way before I started doing rapid transformational therapy, which is RTT, um, created by Marissa Peer. I was I guess I experienced hypnotherapy through my therapist nine years ago. I think it's nine years ago now. And it was after two talk therapy sessions that she asked if I would be interested in trying hypnotherapy. And back then, I think even fewer people were talking about hypnotherapy. So I was very hesitant. I was very resistant. I was even annoyed. And I judged her because I was like, why do you not want to listen to my problems anymore? Mm. And right then I caught myself noticing there's a part of me that even though consciously I don't want to, but there's a part of me that's running the unconscious program of perpetuating certain behaviors. And so for example, like victimhood, feeling like I'm, I was a victim or feeling like I was just dealt a bad hand cards. There was a part of me that was playing that, uh, not playing but playing out that story. Mm-hmm. And then, so eventually I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to try hypnotherapy, but I went into it kind of like, mm, I don't know what it is. I had no idea. Yeah. But I remember it was a 20 minute session when I opened up my eyes again, the next day I went to work, everything was different. I felt more confident. I actually went into, I went to see my therapist because there were certain things I wanted to work through. And one of them was feeling more confident at work because work was causing me a lot of stress and anxiety. And on top of that, I was also involved with someone a, um, who is, was narcissistic. And I was really struggling at work at that time as well and, and in my personal life. But after that session, I walked into the office very differently with very different energy the next day 
And there was no shadow of doubt in me that was because of that session because it just shifted so quickly for me. And And were you aware of that? Like when you, when you walked in, like, did you, did you know, like in that moment in time, like this feels different or were you, or was it later in the day when you were reflecting on how you felt like, Oh, this feels different. Or did you just feel it? Like as soon as you walked in, that's a really good question. So the very first form of hypnotherapy I did was basically she, she gave me a recording. So the recording is personalized Mm -hmm. and it's, specifically for work back um for that session specifically it was for work so the recording was very specific to like feeling great at work and knowing that you have valuable things to say and it's incredible how when you're in it because when there when you get into a hypnosis state in that state of relaxation and hypnosis isn't something magical it's just a state that we go in and out of every single day so I use this example of time when you drive from point A to point B, you get to point B, you don't even realize how you got to point B. And so it's, the tape is basically her bringing me to that state of relaxation and focused concentration, just sharp focused concentration. And she's basically just giving me suggestions. So our brain is like a supercomputer and self-talk is that the program, it's like the program we write. So by bringing you in that hypnosis state and installing new beliefs, I use installing because our brain is like a supercomputer. It's nothing scary. We're not actually installing any code into you, but it's like (laughs) (laughs) as a metaphor. Um, So that's basically what she did. And the next, it just felt like someone, you know how when we are in a certain state where it's not so great, there's that tape at the back of your head running that you're not good enough. You're so stupid. You're so dumb. How can you do this? You should be ashamed of yourself. The day I, the next day when I walked into work, the tape was different. So I showed up differently. (laughs) That's yeah. I mean, that's so amazing. And I, I love that it was just like what, probably like less than 24 hours, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then like share like what happened kind of after that so then I a part of me always knew that I really actually yeah maybe fast forward like two three years later um I actually was I was working at a company that really invested a lot in our personal development which is rare (laughs) so they actually had a coach they had coaches that formed a program for us it's like a self-development program that every employee goes through and at one of the stages you have to you we got to write down our intentions so it's like your three-year intention five year and ten years Mm -hmm. and then this was maybe seven years ago I want to say six seven years ago I remember for my five-year intention I wrote that I wanted to be a counselor I want to help people while doing marketing because I used to be a full-time digital marketer But back then, I didn't know how this would actually play out. I had no idea. That just my intention. It was set there. And then a few years later after that, I was working at another company where I was just miserable. Like I, I, I was having trouble at work and it was, there was a lot of miscommunication and I was getting very, very anxious and I want to, yeah, I was very anxious and very discouraged. So I went back to my therapist. And I asked her, I was like, can I do a session on, I just want to know what 
what I want to do, like my purpose. I want to know that. I want to mm. ask my subconscious mind what my purpose is. And then I remember still to this day, very vividly, that when I was in hypnosis, when I got to the part where, um, what is my purpose? What do I want to do next? There was a very clear image of me in my head while I was in the hypnosis state. I was on stage holding my certificate with Marissa Peer. Marissa Peer is a found is a creator oh, of wow. hypnotherapy. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I think I've seen I've seen Marissa's videos, but I didn't really know that she had a program. So I after me goosebumps, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, maybe subliminally, like there were messages on the social media that I didn't really consciously know Mm -hmm. but my subconscious picked it up so then I started doing research about this program or what she's offering and then because I knew in my heart that what I was doing back then wasn't what I was what I meant to do like I just knew that and but the rapid transformational therapy course was a huge investment it was huge for me to like actually pull out my credit card, swipe in, but okay. Yeah. Fly to, I live in Vancouver. So the, um, the live training was actually in LA. So for me to like buy a plane ticket, stay at an Airbnb, pay for Uber and also pay for the course itself. It was a huge investment for me. At that oh time. yeah, definitely. But I decided to take the leap and yeah. And the rest is history. So I've been using rapid transformational therapy on top of that also other hypnosis tools that I've learned throughout the years in my practice to support people on elevating self-worth overcoming anxiety and even money mindset Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of the beliefs are just in very it's, it's in the subconscious and using hypnosis we can uncover a lot and work through a lot of the limited beliefs and survival beliefs that we may be holding right Okay. That's so, that is just tripping me (laughs) out that you had that, that vision with Marissa Peer, because I know, I know of her. And then I know when you and I first started chatting, you shared that you had worked with her. And so that I didn't know that piece of the story though. So that's just like, wow. And I, and I love that that was just, that was just a leap of faith based on what you saw. And I mean, look at, where you are like I just I love that that's so cool um too and so you said that you had had worked with her though like didn't she it was like in your training that you had like this breakthrough moment right can you share about that so prior to rapid transformational therapy I would say the hypnosis type of experiences I had with my therapist was a bit like a very powerful and potent guided meditation. I never went back to look at childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I actually don't know why I was never really addressed directly in my sessions throughout the years with my therapist, but it was in my rapid transformational therapy training. It was, I would say it was the first time that I really took a look at childhood trauma. What, was experienced when I, as a child. And even though we were practicing on each other, so basically there were, I can't remember how many people, maybe like 80 people in the training and we were paired up or we were um, in groups and we're practicing on each other. Even though it was just 
quote unquote practice and we're all new to the tool and mm-hmm. new to actually practicing these um, the methods that we're taught. I had such profound shifts from that training. It elevated my self-worth because I remember one of the session practice sessions I did was we all had to work through self-worth because Mer- the whole branding of Marissa or what Marissa's key message is I am enough. I am enough as I am. And he, she's all about like writing the words I am enough and on a mirror everywhere you go. So you're reminded of that. And that's also because our mind learns by repetition. So right. by seeing that and feeling that you can lock it in a lot better than just thinking about it. And in, I remember those practice sessions, I had such a huge breakthrough that my energy was completely different when I came back to Vancouver Mm -hmm. and what I don't think I've shared this before but when I came back from Vancouver because when I started doing my research on RTT I was already in a tough spot in my then my the company that I was working at then so when I came back from this um, from the training I was told that I was given three months so they're basically saying we're letting go of you in January so three months from now and if that were to happen prior to the training, I think that would have dented my self-esteem, self-worth, confidence and all that. Yeah. Because of the training, I was like, oh, this path is not meant for me. Um, so did that, did that like response to that news, did that surprise you? Just like the, the level of awareness that you had, like, okay, if this had happened prior to this, I would have responded this way, but now I'm responding this way. What, Actually, did that, did that surprise you at all? Yeah. You know what, Christy, I got the timeline mixed up. I was told I had three months right before the training. Okay. And then, but, but because I've had years and years of therapy under my belt, I was like, okay, consciously, I knew that it said nothing about my worth consciously. Right. right? right. Mm-hmm. But going into the training, I now have integrated that learning that, hey, work is not, doesn't mean that I did a bad job. I truly believe that I am a highly capable digital marketer, (laughs) was, still am, but um, it didn't say, like, just because someone doesn't value the work you do does not mean that you're not valuable or you're not worthy. And I think those are things that we hear on social media or we, we can read in books. But to integrate it and really actually know that is another story. Mm-hmm. And the whole training in RTD helped me realize that. So I definitely came back with a different new, with completely new energy, walking in the office, head held high. Hey, I'm delivering. And if this is your decision, I respect it. I not, I don't d- agree with it a hundred percent, but you know what? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I am thankful for that because it really just pushed me into doing my own thing. And I, I don't regret a thing. Yeah. Well, I don't regret it either because (laughs) I've benefited from it. Selfishly, I don't regret it either. Um, So what, I guess, what prompted you to, I guess, like take the leap? Like, when did you actually start working with like individuals such as myself? And how did you feel about that? Like, were you nervous? Were you confident? Were you both? Because I, I feel like I would be excited, but at the same time, like, 
maybe that imposter syndrome that we just like hear so much about, like maybe that would kick in. That was such a great question. In our TD training, one of the biggest things that Marissa did was to heal the therapist. So she actually did a lot of, um, she, she did a few sessions for us to mm-hmm. heal our own, to overcome our fear, to know that we're here to deliver these, and not deliver, but facilitate these, this wonderful modality, this wonderful method, and to really just guide people through their journey as well. So she's done a big piece, and I do thank her for that. Because I have met people in other trainings that I've done that told me, hey, I actually learned about hypnotherapy 10 years ago, but I just never started. And they would ask me, how did you start? Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's really, you know, like we, we know hypnosis and it's just using that as a tool for ourselves as well to just gain that confidence. And at the same time, when you start doing it and you start hearing stories, like, for example, Christy, you share your experience with me. And a lot of my clients also share their experience with me. And I witness the change in them. Mm-hmm. And I also have personally experienced it myself. And th- that's just evidence to this work. And it's not to say that, oh, I'm brilliant at, you know, facilitating sessions. I think the truth is that our mind is so powerful and I'm just guiding you to tap into that power within. Yeah. So I'm taking away saying, Oh, it's because, you know, I know all these tools. It's actually because our mind, every single one of us, if you're listening to this, (laughs) your mind is so powerful and all hypnosis, all the modalities or all the different um, methods that I'm using or all the tools I have in my toolbox, they're there just for me to help you help guide you to that power. And that's it. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how long, so when did you actually like start? I don't know if, if you've mentioned this and I just didn't catch it. Like, so when did you like go, okay, like I have my first client, like when, when was that? Right. So I actually, they always, after RTT, you get paired up with five people to practice, continue to practice. So they're really big on continuing to honing your skills and gaining that confidence in facilitating mm-hmm. a really powerful session. So I did that. And I also offered five free sessions for my friends. And to my surprise, so many people signed up for it. I was like, that's, that's wow. what I, I was going to ask. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like if, if I were to do it, um, I I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there would be people that would have just that natural curiosity as to what the experience was and how they could potentially benefit. But then I feel like there'd be people that'd be like, I don't want her to know my crap. Like, you know, that's why I was so surprised and honored to be supporting my friends. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought too. I, I wasn't sure whether people would feel comfortable exactly knowing their stories um, but I was really surprised, like pleasantly surprised that, that people are so open to healing. And, and then I just started taking clients. I really did use hypnosis as a tool for me, um, mm-hmm. to get 
where I am and the confidence I, ha I have in facilitating these sessions. And it did take some time, um, but it's 100% possible because just how powerful our mind is. And I'm a great believer that we are all very powerful in creating the experience we want in life. And the experience I want is to, for more people to learn about hypnosis and how powerful this modality is, if it's the right modality for you. And yeah, so I'm very, I'm very excited. That's how I got started. Started with five, five friends. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, and did you notice, like, after you worked with them, did you notice like shifts in them? I did. And they, they have shared with me, a lot of people actually work on anxiety and they have noticed shifts in their life when they're at work, they're feeling less anxious. Um, so yes, I definitely have heard some feedback there. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, I hope so. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, but definitely when I was starting out, there were things that came up and I didn't really know how to deal with. But I think like tapping into my intuition and just knowing because I have there are different tools that I know now. I know what to use. And definitely it takes experience and also. I think just trusting yourself that you are here to guide them and putting yourself away, just really being in that environment in that energy. Mm -hmm. And I find that with, for a lot of hypnotherapists, you just know what to do in that state. Yeah. So that actually makes me think of like, so my session and what I, what I've shared in a previous episode is, you know, we went in and we, you know, you put me under and, or whatever the terminology is. <laughs> um, and we identified, so I've worked with you on anxiety and self-worth. And in each of those sessions, um, we identified three, three incidents that were traumatic for me. Um, and then I know we, we re we visited them, I think like as my childhood self. And then I kind of revisited it as like an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, there was that, that cord cutting component. Um, is that how like every session would be, or is it different based on like what the individual wants to work on? The, so basically with rapid transformational therapy, the structure is very similar, Okay, but the details of it really depends on how the session is going. So your session will look very different from someone else's session who's also working on anxiety because mm -hmm. it really depends on what's come up. Mm -hmm. And there are other tools that I will implement within rapid transformational therapy myself, depending on what I'm hearing from the client, where okay. they are, and what I intuitively think that would be helpful to them. Okay. So I actually don't always do the cord cutting. It really okay. depends case by case. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and then are you able to explain, I guess, just like how, how it works, like just the whole concept of like RTT? So if someone was like, 
okay, like I've done talk therapy and I've made some progress, but I'm intrigued by this. Like how, how does it differ? How can I benefit from it? And just how does it work? Yeah. So that's a really great question. I I believe every single formal modality, like talk therapy, EMDR, hypnosis, there's some Reiki, Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a, there's always, there are always benefits with talk therapy. You're talking with a conscious mind, right? So you're sharing a story, talking, maybe talking about the past. And what I find is that when we continuously talk about the same thing, that's why I do have clients who come to me. They're like, I don't want to talk about my childhood anymore. I've talked about it so many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure you, will, you can relate to that as well. Absolutely. So, the, and the reason why continuing to talk about it doesn't help is because it just continues to reaffirm what happened. And when you talk about the past, the same emotions come up and that creates, that creates memory again. So you're just doing that over and over again. And I, I believe this is what happened with my therapist. She noticed that I was create, I was talking about the same thing over and over again. I'm not getting out, out of the loop. So she recommended hypnosis for me. Mm-hmm. That's what my interpretation of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so how, what hypnotherapy does is hypnosis. You go to the subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is, not, is responsible for 95% of our personal reality. So what we're experiencing in life. That's so, that's so crazy. Like, I don't know like that many people realize that, but when I like started seeing that everywhere, it was just, I always say like my Keanu, like my whoa moments, you know, I'm like, okay, like I need to figure out what's going on in that 95%. Like that's so mind boggling to me. And also on top of that, if you think about it, a lot of our beliefs were formed before the age of seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. Yeah. Well, if we never sat down and questioned those beliefs because our that's um because subconscious um up until age seven, six or seven, our subconscious mind still forming, and then our conscious mind comes in, and that's when you, if you have a kid, you'll notice at seven or eight they start having their own opinions. They're starting to say no to things. Um, maybe even before that. But I'm like, I don't know. Have you met yeah. my son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. But that's how our subconscious it's our subconscious mind was still forming. And then our critical thinking mind will mm-hmm. come along and you start analyzing things and you form your own opinions. And for so for a lot of us, if we never sat down and questioned those beliefs that we have, we're literally making decisions like present day decisions as an adult based on the beliefs that were formed when we were seven. <laughs> right. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy yeah. to me. <laughs> I also love the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he talks about how by the age of 35, it's kind of, it's like, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like a, our mind is just a set of memorized memories yeah. of emotional reaction so we react to the same thing the same way over and over and again so what hypnosis does or hypnotherapy is like we're tapping into your subconscious mind and how this works I I like to use the analogy of a computer program because our mind is like a supercomputer and for example using like positive affirmation 
it's kind of like you're coding on top of the existing code. So you're like, oh, I'm enough. I am grateful. I am wealthy. I am abundant. So you're adding, you're layering on top of the codes that's already written mm -hmm. based on your life story. And with hypnosis, you're actually going into the code. You are changing the code from the very beginning. So you're not just adding things on top. You're changing the code. Right. And it's also like when you change your perspective on things in that way, your beliefs change. So we're no longer dealing with beliefs anymore. We're actually not changing. I want to say like we're actually changing the perspective so that you're stepping into who you truly are. Is that? Yeah. No, I think that that's, that explains it like so well. And, um, I mean, just like, as, as you were talking, I was just thinking to like, I think what really helped me, um, after, after like our first session with, oh, like I always cry, um, like with the anxiety, like, you know, I've just had so much stuff with my parents. Mm -hmm. And I think like after that session, it's, it's kind of like how you were talking about, you know, your, your job and, you know, letting them, letting you know that you were no longer going to have a position, like consciously you knew that it didn't mean anything about you, but subconsciously, like you just weren't there yet. Yeah. And so I think for me with all this stuff with my parents, it was like, I knew that like at the end of the day, like they were, they were only human, you know, and like, they're, I, I can't expect them to be like these perfect people never making mistakes, but I feel like after our session, I realized that at like a deeper level, like I, I felt it and I started really thinking about their childhood and how it probably played such a key role in yeah. how they showed up for me, for each other, for themselves. And it made me like really sad for them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even though it it's better for me to not have like a really close relationship with them where we communicate all the time, like I'm able to have compassion for them now, which I didn't have before. So, wow. so like that, that shift in perspective, I think is can so, so much of that can be attributed to like the work that, that you and I did. And so like, that's what I was thinking about when you were talking about just like the shift in perspective. And that's, and that's huge for me, you know, because I just, I'm like, I, I'm not really angry anymore. It's just like, I'm, I'm sad for the parents that I wish I'd had that I know I'm probably never going to have, like, I'm sad for me, but it all, especially like going through those sessions with you and understanding how our mind at that stage wires things together in a way to protect us or make us feel safe. Um, like knowing just personally how my mind like pieced everything together. I think about what I know of their childhood and how mm -hmm. their mind did the same thing and how it just 
manifests itself in different ways because of just the individuals they are. And it's, like I said, it just allowed me to have compassion for them that I don't think I really had before. Yeah. I can relate to a lot of that. It's, it's like looking at, for example, looking at symptoms of childhood trauma. So people pleasing, codependency, perfectionism, and like asking what's wrong with you. Yeah. But when we look through these symptoms from a from a trauma informed way, the question we ask is what happened? What happened to you? Yeah. What happened? And that is so much more compassionate, not to justify anything that certain people can be doing because maybe they grew up in a violent childhood. So they're violent now towards their family. Not to say that's an excuse, Mm -hmm. that's not an excuse. But when we look at certain symptoms of childhood trauma that I just mentioned, like people pleasing, people codependency, or even narcissism. Like there are so many things, like there are a lot of, um, I, I, I would say I've experienced, I've been involved with a narcissist, but I also understand that there's trauma there. Yeah. And we're able to look through from that lens. Forgiveness is just a byproduct. We're not healing to forgive someone because a, mm-hmm. a lot of talk about forgiveness as well. But it's what, as we're healing and we start falling in love with ourselves, as cliche as it sounds, we like ourselves more. There's radical self-acceptance and we, we feel worthy. Forgiveness is a byproduct. We just see it differently because yeah. I'm so busy loving myself and focusing on what my future can be and focusing on the possibilities because I'm no longer in survival mode. Because mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people are. We're in survival mode when we never, if we never sit down and do nervous system regulation. And what RTT does is it resets the nervous system and allowing ourselves to feel safe. We're in, we're stuck in the survival mode. Mm-hmm. And we're in that mode. It's hard to be compassionate. It's hard to see things without the blinders on. And, but then once we heal, the blinders are off and you see things from a completely fresh new perspective. Right. Yeah. And I, and I love just like that. I mean, I don't love the concept of survival mode, but that is really like how I'm here now. Like it's how Awaken the Extraordinary like started out on Instagram because I was just, I just remember I mean, I feel like my whole life, I've always just been like, this can't be it, right? Like, you just struggle, you scrape by, like, this can't can't be why we're on earth. This doesn't make sense to me, you know? And I feel like shortly after COVID started, like, I remember sitting right here and just thinking, like, like I'm, I'm in survival mode and I don't want to survive. I want to thrive. And I started thinking about all the people in my life that I'd been surrounded by and how everybody was the same. Like everybody was just always struggling. Everyone was so negative. So like the sky is falling. These are the cards we've been dealt. We have no choice, but to just, this is our lot in life. And this is what we have to do. Like there was no, they had no control over anything. They were victims of their circumstances 
And Mm -hmm. it just didn't feel right to me. I'm like, this, this can't be it. And now I have a kid. I don't want to model like those same things because I see all of these other people doing these amazing things. Like what if, like I told my niece once, I'm like, what if I grew up in the Hilton family? Like Mm -hmm. the possibilities granted, you know, like they're kind of sketchy for a while there with Paris, (laughs) but you know, like the possibilities would be just like endless, you know? And, and why is that different? Like, why is that different? I don't want it. I don't want it to be different. You know, like I just, I want to see what's possible versus focusing on what isn't. And I feel like that to me is also like the difference of being in survival mode versus choosing to thrive and have that be like your reality. That's beautiful. And when you really sit down and like question those beliefs, because we all have conditioning from Mm -hmm. society, family, friends, social media. When we are able to have a moment to ourselves, sit down and ponder and ask these questions that you asked yourself, you'll realize that, hey, this is not it there are actually infinite possibilities. And what can I do? How can I shift my body and my mind to become the creator of my mm-hmm. life and not the effect of my life? Right. I want to be the cause. Of yeah. Life. Oh, I like that. That's what Dr. Joe Dispenza, I'm, I'm taking, uh, I'm, I'm diving into his work again. Um, and it's just very I think more and more people are going to understand this because there is so much mental health information and how to heal that content online. And I do see the shift and I do think, I do believe that we're all awakening, awaken the extraordinary yeah. world, <laughs> another view of how life can be and all the possibilities. And that it's, I think it's a great time to be here and witness that. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Like there's definitely a shift like happening and for, for me, like I feel it most like since March of 2020, you know, like that's when I just feel like so many people really, I mean, so many people were forced to stop or slow down because so much of the world did. And so you could numb out or you could focus on other things, or you could choose to take that opportunity to ponder things, like you said, to be reflective and, you know, being in human resources, my, my life did not slow down, but I think just because of the circumstances, it, it made me really like start questioning things more, more seriously because we were going through something that we had never, none of us had ever experienced. And like Joe Dispenza, I love him. And he was on, um, he was on an episode. Like I love Maya Bialik. Like I grew up watching Blossom and then Big Bang Theory. She was like the best part of that show for me. And um, she has a podcast called Maya Bialik's Breakdown. And he was on um, an episode maybe like a month or so ago. Yeah. And I feel like if, if anyone is listening right now and you're not familiar with who he is, like I, I recommend you guys checking out that that podcast episode because it's like it's a reader's digest version of like 
what his work is, what his kind of perspectives are. And I think it's just like, it it just kind of opens the door so you can kind of see what, what he's about. And I think it's, if there's interest, then, you know, people can pursue it further, but I think that would be great for people to just kind of learn more about him. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've listened to it. It's really, it's really interesting because her perspectives on some things are so similar and then so different. So she actually, I guess, started having like a physical reaction because something that he said was just making her uncomfortable. And so she's talking about that in the episode. And I was like, wow, that's so, that's so crazy. But to me, it it also just like reaffirmed how connected like our mind is and our body and and the effect that things have and it it was a really good episode so oh please send it to me that has never happened before in the episode podcast episodes I watched that he um he's speaking at so yeah yeah I will send that to you so like agreeing with him like yeah 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 because I that's me I'm like this makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. So it it was really, it was really good. And she's just like, she's so just intelligent anyways. And I just, I love her perspective on things too. Um, so I know like before we started, you also mentioned like, this is a really underutilized modality, right? Mm-hmm. Like people just aren't using, like, do you think it's just because people are unaware of it or people are I guess like for lack of a better term, like scared because it's something that's not, maybe not conventional, I guess. I do believe so. And uh, part of what, what I'm passionate about is to spread the awareness of what hypnosis actually is, because it isn't just going on stage, doing silly things. And I think Hollywood movies has also portrayed (laughs) portray hypnosis as something scary like if you've seen get out the movie yeah hypnosis seems scary but the thing is is that what they is that what happens when when she's like stirring the her coffee oh that scared me too Oh, okay like that gave me goosebumps I feel it I've seen that part it seemed disturbing to me yeah but that's not how hypnosis is because I can't tell you to do something that you don't want to do like there's no way used to have full control and hypnosis is just self-hypnosis and hypnosis is a collaborative experience so for example when I'm working with you you're collaborating with me you I'm asking you questions you're responding back mm-hmm. so it's not I can't get you to do anything you don't want to do otherwise I'd be a millionaire <laughs> give me all your savings <laughs> um wire it to me um <laughs> So yeah, you still have full control. It's completely safe because it is a natural state that we go in and out of every single day. And I I just want to be here to be sharing more about the science behind it, like what Dr. Joe Dispenza is doing, because a lot of the things that he's talking about can be also achieved through hypnosis. And it's getting just into that state he talks about it in a way like you get into a state of nowhere, no time, no thing. You're no one. Mm-hmm. And it's that state of you're in the quantum field when you're in that state. And 
it's from that state where we are powerful in creating the things that we desire. It's that state in the present moment. You're not in the past. You're no longer in the future, but the future feels more familiar to you. So you're just frequency wise, you're going to be more drawn to the vision of your future than your past. So, and I know a lot of, I met a lot of hypnotherapists throughout the years and a lot of them are doing really, really interesting things like on top of, on top of healing past trauma, some of them are using it to deepen spiritual practices, getting deeper into your soul and all of that. So I think there are a lot of ways to utilize hypnosis and the education piece is what I'm passionate about. So it's definitely not you going on stage. You didn't do anything silly during the session. No, um, no I just I just do that every other time. <laughs> <laughs> not influenced by the hypnotist. No. Just me so. being my dorky self. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, and I feel like that's what so many people think about is like when you think of hypnosis, like you think of when I touch my nose, like you're going to fart or something, you know, just crazy and wacky like that. Or back. I remember it was like, you're going to pretend like you're Dolly Parton. Like that was one that I remember like on all of like the stages and I'd see the hypnotist shows and they're super funny and entertaining. But I think what's interesting too, is how you say like, we go in and out of like stages of hypnosis throughout the day. And I, and I know one of the ones that you mention all the time is like when we're driving. So like when I go get my son from daycare, it's like, I don't have to think about it. I just know, like, I, I just go. Um, but are there like other examples you could provide? So people kind of have a sense as to like, oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. So hypnosis is just when you are in a state where you you just lose track of time. Your con- it's your subconscious mind taking over. So for example, when you're watching a movie and that's why product marketing mm-hmm. is very effective. Mm-hmm. Ever wondered why maybe you feel like having a can of Coke after watching, I don't know, one of those movies that's sponsored by Coke. I can't remember which one, but maybe one of the Transformers, I think. <laughs> or you're thinking about Audi, the car, after you watch watching some Marvel movies because Audi Mm -hmm. was a big sponsor or I think that's what they're called sponsor for Marvel movies so they're not a lot of the products in movies are not a a lot but many 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 products in the movies that you see are not there by accident right it's subliminal marketing yep Mm -hmm. and we see that our subconscious mind is taking it in it's when you're not consciously thinking about what you're consuming and that's why there's this whole other like ethical debate around product marketing is it ethical is it not because when you're watching a movie you're not subconscious you're not consciously thinking about things you're just taking it all in Mm -hmm. so that's another form of hypnosis when you are on social media scrolling through feeds of the kardashians and you feel like you need to have a certain body type, that's hypnosis. <laughs> so you're mm-hmm. a different track. So hypnotherapy, using hypnosis as a modality to heal, it just brings you to a different trance. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the, the social media thing. That was something that I became like really aware of. Um, and I've talked about this too. Like, when we had like the great social media crash and, you know, like everything went down for that day. And I think it was October. I couldn't get into my personal Instagram account. 
Mm-hmm. And I followed a lot of like news sites, a lot of like politically oriented people. And I couldn't access my personal account for like a month. And what I realized is that not seeing that stuff, because I didn't go and like create another account and follow them there. I didn't add them to like who I follow on my Awaken account. Like I just didn't follow them. Like I had no visibility into what was happening. And what I realized is like, by not consuming that, I felt better. I didn't feel as anxious. I didn't feel stressed out. And once my, like my husband worked some magic and got back into the account, I, I went back for like a week. And then I was just like, no, because what I, what I'm consuming, like it matters and whether or not, like I'm consciously aware of it, like I, I know that it's impacting me at like the subconscious level. And I think too, like when I just watch anything on, on TV or like the news, like it, I I know now like how it affects me. And so I'm super mindful of like what we have on the TV, especially like with my son too and what I'm watching. And I'm like, is this something that I want to like give space to in my subconscious or would I rather have it be like these, these positive and uplifting and encouraging and inspiring and motivational things. Is that what I want to like start filling my mind with at that like subconscious level, you know, because it's, and I've like, I've tried to tell my husband that too. I'm like, dude, like what you're consuming is just not good. And it goes in one ear and out the other, but, (laughs) but that was something that I just like, I, I realized, and I don't think, I don't think I did before. So I think like everything kind of like just weaves together. And again, I don't know if I would have had like that level of awareness if you and I hadn't worked together. Like, I think we had just had like our second session on like self-worth around like that time too. So I think it just heightens my level of like awareness in terms of like what, what's getting in and how it's impacting me. Yeah, I think you're becoming more aware of what you're subconsciously consuming. Mm -hmm. So when you're subconsciously, because a lot of, okay, if we think about it, like a lot of us don't even realize we're in a trance or they're not realizing that, oh, this is my subconscious. They just, oh, I'm scrolling, but they don't have that awareness piece where like, oh, I'm the awareness of myself, the consciousness observing me subconsciously consciously scrolling mindfully um no what is it called I uh, feel like I'm in inception right now <laughs> yeah 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 so it's uh, having that awareness piece and you're the consciousness observing yourself doing certain things and you have that consciousness now whereas maybe a lot of many people maybe they're still in that autopilot oh I'm gonna mm-hmm. be scrolling my own social media even though I don't really know why, but I'm just trying to find the bottom of the Instagram feed, which is not. (laughs) I'm going to scroll see if I can find the end of it. And maybe I I think when we don't, when we don't stop and just go, Hey, what are we doing? That's why it's important when we're on social media, just notice your finger touching your screen, like Mm -hmm. have that awareness as you're tapping your screen. So you don't get, you don't end up being like totally consumed. Yeah. And we're so addicted to this device. 
(laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, I love that. I love the tip of like, like being aware of like the, the, like your finger. And I'm also thinking like the sound, like paying attention to the senses so that you're actually like more aware of what you're doing. Exactly. And yeah, with the phones, like I, I have a love hate relationship with them, you know, because it's because of that, that you and I have connected, but at the same time, I feel like just like what we have, like what we have visibility to how it like seeps into our mind. And then just how easy it is to not be present with like the people that we really do want to be present with, like it makes it hard. Yeah. And it make it help. We need to make like the conscious decision of, okay, I'm limiting my time on social media. I'm going to notice it when I'm starting to scroll, just mindless scrolling mm-hmm. and just be more intentional about it. Like who am I following? Is this feed um, making me feel great? Or is it making me doubt, uh, doubt myself or like exactly. the perfect body and all of that. So those are the things that I think about all the time now when I, I'm on social media, but obviously from time to time, I still go in. Oh, oh yeah. It's like, it's like tunnel vision. It's like a vortex, you know? Yeah. It does feel that way. Um, So I want to be, I want to be respectful of the time. Um, So I just, thank you so much for just being here. And I just want to give you some space to let people know where they can find you and how they can work with you. And if you have like any programs that you think people would be interested in or just anything that you would like to share with people, I want to give you space to do that. Yeah. Thank you so much. So you can find me on Instagram. I am soulvitamins.co. And in terms of the programs I have, they are mostly tailored to whatever the client is currently going through. And that's why I always have, I always offer 30 minute clarity call is free because I really want to understand what you're going through first before I'm like, Oh, here's the program. Yeah. So it really depends on where people are and it's really personalized. So I don't have a concrete like program. Hey, this is what I offer now, but I am very excited to work with people who are just very motivated to motivated to heal and knowing that yes there's there I know there's there are infinite possibilities out there my conscious mind knows it but like I feel like there's a gap and I think that that sounds like where you were too you're like there must be more and Mm -hmm. people who are really passionate about just up leveling their mind and I love working with people who are yeah just motivated to heal and very excited to be healing and also evolving that self-image you have about yourself and recognizing that, hey, I'm in this situation now, but I think there's something else out there. And maybe I have the power to do that. I'm here to tell you that you have the power 100% to create the life, the destiny that you desire. But maybe right now you're stuck in a place where that feeling is very elusive Mm-hmm. I recently started working with a client and we are working on confidence and she was telling me how el- elusive confidence can feel. So if that's some something that you're experiencing, so self-worth feels very elusive or confidence feels very elusive, let's solidify that. 
let's get to you, you to a place where you feel worthy. And there's that deservingness. I just learned this today in a podcast, actually. Um, that energy of deservingness, not in an entitled way, but just knowing that you are here to experience the beauty of life. And you are here to not just be in the survival mode. Let's right. get you to from surviving to thriving. Yeah. And that's through feeling safe in your body, resetting your nervous system and up loving your mind. Yeah. What was the podcast? Do you remember? I started listening to, to be magnetic. Oh, I have that. I've actually never listened to it, but I have it in my library. (laughs) Yeah. So it's one of the episodes where they talk about self-worth and deservingness um, because I actually used to be, I wasn't sure about how I felt about the word deserving, Mm -hmm. but it's a, it's a relatively new concept to me. So I don't want to speak to it, but if you want to, there's a podcast on it on to be magnetic. She has a ton of very valuable resources there that she's offering that's free and all the podcasts that you mentioned earlier like Joe Dispenza um he's on Jay Shetty he's on a lot of different ones oh, yeah um, um Lewis House also had um Joe Dispenza on I think his he has a way of you know just talking to for like an hour and a half to two hours but you get so much from it oh yeah like even <laughs> And, and even the episode of my MBLX podcast that he was on, like they, they said that like exactly that it was just, it was so much information like packed into such a small pocket of time. And I was just like, what is it over? Like I could sit there and listen to him talk like all day. That would just make my day. And what I will say about Joe Dispenza's any of his videos is to watch it more than once, re- listen to it more than once and not just get the aha moments because I was aha moments don't really, they don't always create the change. You have to implement, mm-hmm. implementing into your daily, um, day to day. And it's really powerful work. Like even just, if you're listening to like a one hour podcast by someone, you, you have, you have so many aha moments, listen to it again and like right. see where you can implement. Cause sometimes we live in a, and a world where there's so much information, it's overwhelming. And mm-hmm. sometimes we miss that impl- implementation integration piece. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you probably need time to like process like the bigger stuff and then you go back. I'm so articulate, right? <laughs> you know, but it's like you process like all of those big aha moments. And then because you've already done that, then you can go back and like find the kind of like when you kind of like when you watch an episode of friends and you notice everything and then you've seen it so many times that you start noticing like the m&m in the oven in <laughs> and all the papers. Yeah. <laughs> totally yeah i have to bring everything back to friends like somehow <laughs> i love that i love that. well thank you so much for joining i i appreciate it so much i will put all of her information in the episode notes and make sure you follow her on instagram so what do you think when I say that it reminds me of, um, the episode of friends where Phoebe meets Mike's parents and, uh, just, uh, is Phoebe. Um, and that's what he says to his mom. So anyway, back to the podcast, really, what did you think? Did you learn anything about hypnotherapy that you didn't know before that you were surprised to learn about? Were you just interested and surprised to know 
how we go in and out of different states of hypnosis throughout like our regular day. Are you kind of chomping at the bit now to maybe give this a shot? If there's something that you've been struggling with, um, you know, are you thinking that maybe scheduling a session with Vivian might be something that you're interested in doing? If so, uh, you can follow her on Instagram, soulvitamins.co. If you click on the link in her bio, you can actually book a free 30 minute clarity call. And this is something that she talked about in this podcast episode. So really just scheduling a call to understand what it is you were interested in working through and helping her determine if she is the right fit for you. And if so, how to best kind of navigate this experience together. Um, she also has a few different programs. She has a 12 week, a 12 week program, um, called the inner glow up. She has, um, brain fart here. She has, she has, um, a new program as well called the cashmere life. You can also download a limited belief worksheet and you can also access her website. So you can go to soulvitaminshypnotherapy.com directly, or again, you can access the website through her link in bio on Instagram. That is soulvitamins.co. And if you listened and you're intrigued by hypnotherapy, you're curious, but Vivian may not be the right fit for you. That's okay too. I think just the whole concept of hypnotherapy and just my personal experiences with it have, have really been life-changing. And I wish I had known about this years ago. I wish I had been able to experience this, the shift years ago, but I also think that this is divine timing, that God's timing is always perfect. And I feel like this is when I was supposed to experience this. And that's my hope for everybody. Again, the level of awareness that I have about myself, about others is really because of this, um, because of this work, because of my experiences. And I'm so thankful to Vivian for being the person that I, I worked with because she is so kind and she is so compassionate and this really is her passion and I see it with, um, just the relationship that she and I have established and I see it with others. And again, if you were curious about this, but Vivian doesn't feel like the right person for you, I would still encourage her or encourage you to reach out to her because I'm sure that she has a network of people that she may feel could better assist you. Um, but I think ultimately what I hope for people is that there are multiple ways, um, that we can get the help that we need, the help that we need to help us navigate through certain aspects of life that help us work through certain challenges that we're experiencing that ultimately enable us 
to show up in life as the best version of ourselves, or maybe a version of ourselves that we've lacked the support and encouragement to be. And I don't feel like I'm a different person after working with Vivian and going through these sessions. I just feel that I am now more in alignment with the person that I was designed to be. So I hope you gained something from this episode. If you did, I would love to know. Vivian would love to know. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Awaken the Extraordinary. You can send me an email at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I at awakentheextraordinary.com. You can share this in your stories on Instagram, tag me, tag Vivian, and um, share it with someone that you know may be interested. So thank you as always for being here. I appreciate you so very much. And if there is a topic that you are interested in learning more about, um, maybe it's something that I don't have any experience in, any knowledge of, but I can absolutely do some digging and find somebody to have a conversation with. So if you are interested in really anything and you would like for me to have that topic covered on the podcast, please let me know. Again, you can send me a DM at Awaken the Extraordinary on Instagram or an email, Christy at awakentheextraordinary.com. And uh, I will see what I can do. And if you have a personal story or experience that you would like to share with other people, I would love to have you on the podcast. So please reach out to me. And um, as always, stay kind, stay compassionate, and stay curious with yourself and with others. And I will talk with you soon.